Hello and welcome. This is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive, and you're tuned in to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Cancer Season in 2020. This is the 30-day span of time between June 20th and July 22nd. To get the best information from your horoscope, I always recommend listening for both your sun and your rising signs. If you don't know your rising sign, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. If you'd like to learn more about cancer season and its astrology, please join me on June 21st for a live online ritual. We'll work with the astrology of the upcoming month and the powerful new moon and solar eclipse that occurs as cancer season begins. I'll also be offering a full moon lunar attunement on July 5th with special guest Ramon Gabrieloff Parrish, and we'll be exploring the astrological symbolism of uprising, social change, and transformative justice. Find more information and register at embodiedastrology.com. For day-to-day astrological guidance, check out my extended forecasts and month-ahead calendar, where I give you daily embodied prompts for working with planetary aspects and lunar cycles. Subscriptions to the month-ahead offerings are available by donation at any amount. If this work is helpful for you, the best way to support it is to share it with your friends and through your networks and to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes Podcasts. Your one-time and recurring financial donations are also so appreciated and essential in sustaining the production of this work. Well, hi there, Gemini. This is your month ahead audio horoscope for cancer season in 2020. And cancer season in 2020, as you may have heard, is an exciting season astrologically. There's a lot that's going on. I think cancer season is always exciting because it begins on the solstice, which is the longest day in the Northern Hemisphere, the longest night in the Southern Hemisphere, and this is a time of change. So cancer is considered a sign that changes things and changes things uh, emotionally and relationally a lot. It changes our orientation and perspective. Cancer season includes Mercury retrograde in cancer this year. Uh, as well as Venus turning direct from its retrograde in your sign in Gemini, and Mars also moving into a new sign, Aries, where it will stay for an exceptionally long time until January of next year due to its upcoming retrograde. There are two eclipses that start off Cancer season, including one the day that Cancer season begins, Um, and a lot of other powerful astrological aspects over the next 30 days. So I'm going to do my best to describe for you what I'm feeling coming through your charts. And as always, um, listen through your own intuition and take what works and leave the rest. So Cancer is the sign that follows yours. And uh, whatever comes after your own sign is the sign that supports you and uh, sustains you. So we want to think about cancer energy, cancerian energy, as having a lot to do with how you nourish yourself, how you support yourself and your efforts and your endeavors, um, how you build yourself in the world and you build yourself first from the seed of your own self-worth, like you deserve to be here. So you can build yourself, you can take up space, you can ask for what you need, you can receive what you need and what you want and you can do things with what you have with your body with your resources um, with the space that you take you can do things you can manifest in the world cancer is a very important energy for you when it comes to manifesting especially the needs of manifestation first 
again, for self-worth, for the knowing of yourself and for the believing in yourself and your own efforts. Um, secondly, for how you attract and magnetize and also um, own, claim, um, accumulate the resources that you need and how you work with those resources, your values, your value systems. Resources can mean a lot of things. They can mean uh, connections, connections for your family. They can mean possessions, um, access to resources in a lot of different dimensions, um, and also obviously money. So cancer season for you is an invitation to drop into your relationship with resources, with uh, your ability and desire for um, uh, connecting with resources, attracting them, owning them, again, accumulating them. And then also what's deeply underneath that, which is the feeling that you can do this, that you have a right to do this, um, and your value systems that are set up around how you work with resources and your self-esteem, your self-worth. What's going on there? How do you feel about yourself? <laughs> this season um, is a deep dive, I think, and uh, a request for you to really dig into some of the layers that might be holding you back from really taking up the space or using your voice in ways, using your power, your resources in ways um, that you might want to. And also, when it comes to your receptivity to how much you can allow in, this has a lot to do with how you feel about yourself and what you believe that you are entitled to or deserving of. So I'd love to suggest that over the course of this next 30 days that you give that um, those questions some space for meditation and contemplation. And you are very supported right now to look into the shadow, to look at what you've maybe pushed away, what's felt a little too uncomfortable to look at, um, insecurities, uh, invalidations, more negating uh, belief systems that might have you in relationship to resources and to your own um, worth in ways that are not actually helpful for you. And I want to be clear here that that doesn't necessarily mean um, one thing or the other, like you, you could get more, have more or not. Um, Self-worth has a lot to do also with how we share and how we are able to um, open up to receive in ways that maybe have nothing to do with material resources. And a lot of people <clears throat> hoard and are in spaces of scarcity because of deep insecurity. So how you feel about yourself is not reflected in what you have, what you own, what you make, this kind of thing. But the relationship between how you feel about yourself and how you are um, uh, relating to resources is a thick one. And that's the space that we could look at right now. So if you grew up um, in a family with uh, more financial precarity, then you may have absorbed ideas, cultural ideas about what that means about you or your family that aren't accurate, that don't actually take into account uh, who you are as a being, as a spirit, right? And we can't value ourselves and our spirit um, with money. That's totally ridiculous. That's a, a preposterous idea. And yet it's something that is uh, super 
uh, culturally practiced. You know, people definitely value themselves based on money or how much access or proximity they have to resources. So do work with yourself, um, kind of unpacking your relationship with these ideas, with these themes. And then also consider how do you want to be sharing? How do you want to be in relationship to the world with your resources uh, or with the idea of resources, the idea of coming together, perhaps around resources, generating together, collaborating together with them? And Venus's turn direct in your sign kind of reinforces this idea that you are a person who can connect people. As a Gemini, one of your natural gifts and talents is to make connections, make connections between ideas, make connections between people, make connections in abstraction and conversation. So in this last six weeks of Venus retrograde in your sign, we have the planet of love and money. Um, the planet that is a symbol for us, carries a symbol for us of our values, our value systems, and also resources, what we need to survive and sustain. And this uh, retrograde for me, as I feel into your chart, feels like an ask for you to really understand in yourself what your values are and what it means to you to be in community and relating with people and we need you to be loving with yourself in order to be loving with us. We need you to be clear about your own value in order to trust you to take care of our values or to meet us in respectful conversation. So when Venus turns direct, as it does on June 25th, it then enters the third part of its retrograde cycle, which is its shadow phase. And that continues uh, basically until August. And over the course of July, you may find that you are starting to feel um, ready in different ways to move out into the world, to use your voice, to uh, clarify for yourself what your values are and start to put them into action. And action is a theme as Mars moves into Aries on June 29th. And as I mentioned, this transit is a long one. It lasts until January 7th of 2021. Mars will be retrograde in Aries starting in September. And when Mars is in its home sign, Aries, we all get a boost of energy. Sometimes uh, the boosts that we get are, uh, they, they can be disturbing, they can be um, overly aggressive or confrontational. We could get a lot of energy, a lot of charge, but a lot of times we just get a boost of confidence. We get a boost of courage and we feel fired up. We feel like we have energy to do the things that we want to do. So when Mars is in Aries, it's a good thing to have a precaution around your own energy and how you're using it to be uh, cognizant of your own capacity for aggression, for conflict, for violence, to seek to use your energy skillfully um, with discernment, with compassion, but also to use your energy to um, have courage, to have confidence, to get in touch with your will and to get out there and do something with it. And where Aries is for you, where Mars is going to be transiting over these um, six, seven months is in a part of your chart that speaks to a larger collective need. 
and a desire to involve yourself with some kind of greater social cause or happening, this is a place in a chart where you understand that your impact is limited, but when you lend your impact to a group cause, you strengthen the group cause. When you work within the context of community, the community becomes stronger because you're there. So we're individuals, but none of us are here alone. The individual uh, awakening happens in tandem with the collective awakening and vice versa. And of course, this is a time on earth when so much collective shift is happening, so much awakening is happening. And as I feel into your chart, I feel a deep desire to participate in those shifts and in that awakening and a, a very clear awareness that your awareness is key. And how you're working with yourself, how you're presenting yourself, how you are um, aware of yourself, your biases, your positionality, your privileges, um, this is going to have a lot to do with how effective you can be in that larger collective space. So this is a great month to do the inner work along with the outer work and to recognize that they are happening together at the same time. Um, so to support these aims, I'd love to invite you to um, uh, move through a little bit of an embodiment and meditation practice with me that is meant to really carry you through the season and all the themes that I've just talked about. So this embodiment meditation is um, probably useful for any time. If it resonates for you, you can always come back to it. You can modify it, adapt it, and include it in whatever ways are intuitive and natural. And this is also a practice offered specifically for cancer season and the astrology of cancer season um, this year in 2020. So this is really simple. Um, basically, we're going to move our awareness um, between the outer layers of our bodies uh, and the inner volume of our bodies. And there's no need to know any names, um, just a need to bring your felt sense and your attention first into your skin, the most outer layer of your body. And as you do that, um, notice your shape, your posture, how you're holding your body. Feel into your form as you sense and feel. Uh, try not to judge or make any kind of statements to yourself about what you're feeling. Just be curious about it. Notice where you feel a lot of sensation as well as where there might be some blank spots. Oftentimes there are whole big parts of my body that are just hard to hard to sense, and that's fine. Um, just notice where they are. And then once you've brought attention to your outer body, bring attention to your inner body. And the inner body is everything inside your external layer and shape. So everything inside your skin, everything inside your skeleton, and in this inner space, we want to include, of course, all of the tissues, the fluids of the body, but also the energetic and emotional space. And then really let your awareness come into your chest and your belly. 
And as your awareness comes into your chest and your belly, you might notice any sensations that are present in your body, sensations in your organs, passing sensations like hunger, feeling your breath. And then please also notice any emotional sensations that are there, any energetic sensations that are there. And the invitation right now is for everything to be included, everything to be invited. So just as with the outer body, if you find any sensations, try not to label them or judge them, but get very curious about where they are, how they feel, and what they're expressing. Try and fill your inner body with presence. As you fill your inner body with your presence and your awareness, you can also imagine filling your inner body um, with your kind of occupation. Um, I don't mean your job, I mean occupying your, yourself, occupying this space. And this is especially for any places that feel hidden or unseen or invisible, any spaces that might feel collapsed or compressed or oppressed. So really let your inner body be spacious and full and bring your curiosity, your attention and just your loving awareness, your accepting awareness into your inner body. And again, that includes any physical sensations as well as any energetic or emotional sensations. Now you can continue with this practice in a lot of different directions. So you could take this into movement you could feel the way that this awareness might start to influence or even support your outer body, your posture, your form, your expression, your energy in the world. You can also take this into a deeper inquiry and exploration when you find sensations in your inner body that seem like they're rich and layered and maybe have a lot of things going on. Um, just take some time to bring your awareness around them. Really try and listen. Listen to what you're holding. Listen to what wants to be expressed. And then follow intuitively what your inner body is asking of you. It might ask you to move. It might ask you to take up more space. It might ask you to express a feeling. And it might just need your reflection, your witnessing, and your time. So that's it. That's the awareness practice. And try it out this month of cancer season as we go through the Mercury retrograde in cancer. It's a great um, embodiment to work with Mercury retrograde in cancer as an energy. I'll include something similar to this and a lot of other embodiment practices in the new moon, solar eclipse, and cancer season attunement 
on June 21st. And that's a live event that will also be recorded with a, a longer and um, more nuanced embodiment practice for cancer season. So if you'd like more like this, then check that out. And excerpts of that will be included in the Cancer Season Embodied Astrology podcast, Holding Space for Transformation. That comes out on June 22nd. And lots of other offerings from Embodied Astrology, including a month ahead calendar and extended forecast, are all available for you by sliding scale and donation at embodiedastrology.com. I'm wishing you all the best in Cancer Season and beyond. Much love and bye for now.